episode number eight of the Coach K Football Show. I'm your host, Coach K. This week, we're going to talk about the Denver Broncos and can they go from worst to first in the AFC West? We've got some breaking news. Running back DeMarco Murray has decided to hang up his cleats. You might remember that he was a league leader in rushing in the NFL in 2014 when he played with the Cowboys. Shortly after that, he played for the Eagles, and then he went on to the Titans. He only played for seven seasons. We wish him all the best in his next journey. Okay, trivia time. So I asked the question on the last episode of the podcast. Make sure you go back and get that question. So the answer is Herm Edwards. Again, remember to add us as a favorite. Make sure you like us, share us, retweet us, all those those things. Give us some reviews as well. We're on every single platform that podcasts are available. iTunes, Stitcher, Google Podcasts. We're everywhere. Make sure you let your friends know. All right, so let's talk about the Denver Broncos. Last year, they went 5-11 and under new head coach Vance Joseph. Now, Vance Joseph, this is funny. Vance Joseph probably had the worst introduction of all time. Now I gotta I gotta play it for you. Listen to this clip. It's a pleasure to be with you guys here on the field from up close, just watching Coach Vance Joseph from here. You watch him now on the screen. This diversity in his background is helping him a lot tonight. Quarterback at Colorado, defensive back in the NFL, and here he is having the time of his life. This. <laughs> Man, that was one of the most hilarious things of last season. That was the very first game that Vance Joseph coached. And that's how he was introduced by this some guy who was getting his first opportunity to actually announce an NFL game on the sideline. It was hilarious. So apparently Vance Joseph had a time of his life last year going five and 11. So 2017 on offense, they ranked 27th in points per game, 17th in total yards. They were 20th passing. And then the quarterbacks, here are the quarterbacks that they had. They had Trevor Simeon, who was an undrafted quarterback. Um, he was also a third-string quarterback at one point. Brock Osweiler, who everybody knows, is he is a terrible quarterback. Paxton Lynch, and nobody knew anything about him because he was a rookie. And then all of a sudden he got some time, and he couldn't stay on the field. So you didn't know what you were getting out of him as well. So it didn't matter who was in that quarterback. It wasn't The outcome was not good. Um, they were 12th in rushing. With C.J. Anderson, they he got a eclipse a thousand yards that season. So C.J. is always dependable. Uh, somebody can hand the ball off to and just go for it. But the thing is, when you have a, a running back like that and your quarterback play and receiver play is not great, everybody knows they can just stack the box and just come right at you. So um, just having that running back does not help the Broncos win a lot of games. Defensively, now this is misleading here. So this, this these stats are interesting. They rank 24th in points allowed. Okay. So that's near the bottom of the league. But they rank third in defense total yards. Third in total defense, but 24th in points. Okay. So they rank fourth against the pass and fifth against the rush. So this defense was really good. And like I said, these stats are misleading because it makes you look like they were a bad defense because they rank 24th in points allowed. But let's, let's, Put it like this. All right, you have a bad offense. Your offense can't move the ball. You have to punt. 
and you put your defense in a bad field position where at the least they're going to come away with a field goal. That's the situation that the Denver Broncos were in every single game last year. I mean, they had Von Miller that did have 10 sacks. They had guys like Akeem Tlaib back there. But when you get on the field and there's not much behind you but the end zone right there, and you're asked to hold an NFL offense to only 10 yards or hold them to only X amount of yards so that way they don't get any points, make them punt, that's the difficulty right there. Okay, so this Broncos team was a good defense, and they might even be even better next season. So let's look at what they lost. So here's what they lost. Offensively, they lost C.J. Anderson, who was their workhorse last year at running back, like I just said. So they're losing him, and they're replacing him with Devontae Booker. Now, my feelings on Devontae Booker are not very good because every time it looked like, okay, C.J. wasn't going to play. This is a chance for Devontae Booker to shine. In fantasy, he didn't do anything. But then when C.J. was in there, somehow some weeks Devontae Booker would show up. But the guy's inconsistent. He fumbles, uh, drops drops passes. I mean, some weeks he he will get you to 100 yards and a touchdown. Other weeks he might get you 30 yards. You just don't know with him. He's not he's not a workhorse kind of guy. He's he's not really good at um, blocking the pass. Um, then they're going to be depending on Devontae Booker, and I just don't I just don't get it. So I mean, they're they're losing C.J. Anderson and, and just going with Devontae. They also losing the key to leave who they traded. I don't know if it was an attitude thing or what, but he was a pretty much a lockdown corner out there. So they're going to lose that. Um, but what they're gaining, so they're gaining Case Keenum, obviously. He was a Vikings free agent. So it looks like Case Keenum, okay, he took this team to the NFC Championship game last year. This team was a good team without Case Keenum. Case Keenum just happened to be in the right place at the right time. And they had a one of the top offensive lines in the league. Um, they had a dynamic pass game and a good running back before he got injured. But... Case Keenum before that, you know, he was on the Los Angeles Rams, the same Los Angeles Rams that Jared Goff is on now. Same team. He had Todd Gurley in the backfield and everything, and he couldn't do anything. I mean, he got benched last season for Jared Goff. And before that, he was with the Houston Texans, and he didn't do much with them as well. So I don't think that Case Keenum is the answer. I mean, he's a smart player. He's careful with the football, what you want, but I don't think he's going to be that guy that's going to take the Broncos to that next level. I mean, he might hold a spot and keep it warm for somebody else. Maybe when Paxton Lynch gets healthy or maybe they might look somewhere else. I don't know. But I, I know Case Keenum is not the guy. He's not the answer. Marquette King, the punter, and this is weird for me to say for anybody, the punter is actually a team person that's going to make this team a lot better because he's going to, he was the top punter in the league and he's going to put that defense in good position. So offense can't move the ball. Okay, punt it. And get us in good, good field position. Don't give us a whole lot of don't give don't leave us with short yardage, basically. So they want to get out there and make the other team go the length of the field. And getting a good punter is going to help do that. And that was that's a huge pickup. That's weird to say that you put a punter in and that's going to change the game. That's going to take that twenty fourth ranked twenty fourth in points allowed away and move them higher up in the league on defense because they're just going to be able to start in better field position. I mean, plain and simple. They had a, a tackle Jared Valdir. And guard Ronald Leary, that's going to help their offensive line a little bit there, help Case get a little more time. Um, like, I don't know what's going to happen with with the running back, but, I mean, it should give Case some more time. Um, they drafted Bradley Chubb, and this is going to help the defense as well. And I know that Von Miller was very excited. Like, Von Miller with his 10 sacks is hoping Bradley Chubb can contribute as well, put him on the other side. Shane Ray still there. Um, you know, they, this is 
this defense is a scary defense. It can be a scary defense for a quarterback. I mean, they even added DeMarcus Ware as a pass rush consultant. So DeMarcus Ware is going to go out there, coach these guys, show him all his techniques and tricks, and try to get after the quarterback. I mean, they have a long way to go. The Broncos do. They're playing in the AFC West, one of the toughest divisions in the league recently. I mean, you have the Chargers who've been playing well, usually at the end of the years. Uh, they have the Kansas City Chiefs who's been playing well and consistently making the playoffs under Andy Reid. And then you have the, not Los Angeles, I'm sorry, the Oakland Raiders, soon to be Las Vegas Raiders. And John Gruden is back after a hiatus. So, I mean, Derek Carr is there, Marshawn Lynch. Um, this this the division is very stacked, very stacked, and the Broncos have to play these guys twice each. So they have their work uh, cut out for them. It's going to be a long, long haul for them in trying to rebuild. I don't know if they're going to be able to make it from worst to first. I don't even know if they're going to get to third in this division. So, but so let's get to our fantasy players to watch. All right, fantasy football fans, get ready. My wide receiver pick for the Denver Broncos is not going to be Demarius Thomas, as you all probably expected. Demarius Thomas, to me, has too many drops. He's inconsistent. He can't get off of man, uh, bump and run man coverage. It's, it's hard for him to, to get open. I mean, every occasionally in, in blown coverage, he might get by somebody, but most of the time it's a jump ball situation for him. So I don't trust Demarius. I mean, he's going to have some games. I mean, there's 16 games they're playing. So he's going to have some games where he might get 100 yards. and He's going to get some touchdowns. But he's not going to be a consistent guy. My pick is Emmanuel Sanders. Now, this guy can be explosive. Uh, he can get anywhere on the field. He's in, great in a slot. He's going to get rack up some catches, and he's going to do something with it. So he might get you 10 yards after the catch here and there. So he's somebody I would definitely add in the mid to late rounds at wide receiver. Also, look at the Broncos' defense. The Broncos' defense... As I've been speaking about, is is a very scary defense. They can rush the passer. Uh, they got some weapons over there. Uh, they won't give up as many points this season. So this is a defense that you can count on week in and week out, and you might want to get them uh, pretty early. All right. That music means they want us to take a commercial break. When we return, we'll go over the 2018 Denver Broncos weekly schedule, and I can tell you if they're going to go from worst to first, and we'll also have that trivia question for you. Stay tuned. So, you want to play in college? It's not just about how good you are. College coaches are not reading your local newspaper or going to discover you on your local news. The college recruiting process is very time-consuming and stressful for both the parents and the student-athlete. Most people don't even know where to begin. That's where we come in. At Recruit University, we promote you directly to college coaches to make sure that you get noticed. We give you personal attention and mentor each student athlete through our personal development program to ensure their success in college. We help student athletes at all levels, Division I, Division II, Division III, NAIA, JUCO, postgraduate. If you wait until your senior year before you get started, you decrease your chances of making a roster, but we can still help. The recruiting process starts day one of your freshman year. It's never too early to start, but it's always too late to wait. Go to www.recruituniversity.org and send us your film for a free evaluation.
and we are back on the Coach K Football Show. I'm so excited about this upcoming season. Let's get right into it. All right, kicking off week number one. As I said before, Seattle does not travel well. The defense is not going to be as good as they were before. Russell Wilson is going to have to do all of the work, and it's going to be this defense is too much for him. The Broncos are going to get their first win of the season in week number one. Week number two, they're going to stay home and play the Oakland Raiders. The Oakland Raiders was a, a better team than they were. Their record showed last year, but now they're going to add John Gruden, who spent a lot of time studying every single team and every single player as an analyst for Monday Night Football, and the Raiders are going to take that win. Week number three, the Broncos go to Baltimore and travel there. Case Keenum has never played well in Baltimore, and Denver, Denver is not going to do anything offensively against the Baltimore Ravens. And the Ravens' offense is going to be even better. So we're going to say they're going to lose that one. Week four against Kansas City at home, AFC West rivalry game. The Broncos will take that win. Week number five, they will go on the road to the Jets. The Jets have improved somewhat. Uh, their defense is somewhat okay. And offensively, I think they can do enough to get a win in a close, low-scoring game. Um, the Broncos will win that one. Week number six, they stay home against the Rams. The Rams are an explosive team and one of the top teams predicted to go to the Super Bowl this season. The Rams are explosive offensively and defensively. There's not much else to really say about them. They're going to win that game. So the Broncos will lose. Week seven, I flipped the coin here, honestly, against the Arizona Cardinals. Broncos are on the road. Um, I don't know what to expect out of the Cardinals defense offensively. They're going to have Sam Bradford. There's still Larry Fitzgerald there and David Johnson. And I think that might be just enough to sneak out a win there for Arizona. Week number eight, they go on the road to Kansas City. Again, AFC West rivalry game. That's going to be a loss there on the road. Week nine, the Houston Texans come to mile high. Houston Texans are favored to go to the Super Bowl and on in the AFC, and that's going to be a win for the Texans. Week 10, the Broncos are going to the bye week. Week number 11, they get to play the Chargers on the road. The Chargers play really good late in the season. It just takes them a while to get started, and I think that Phillip Rivers and company will win this game. Week 12, Pittsburgh comes to mile high. This is a tough schedule for these guys, and I think that Pittsburgh will win that one. Week 13, again, I toss the coin. Um, this one could go either way, but just being on the road against Cincinnati, I think that the Broncos will lose that one as well. It could go either way. On the road to San Francisco, the San Francisco defense does not scare me. Yes, they got Richard Sherman, so that's one side of the field, but there's still 10 other guys out there on defense, and I think that that defense is, is not going to be as good as people expect them to be, and I think that the, the Broncos will win that game. Week number 15 against the new look Cleveland Browns. It's going to be a nasty Cleveland Browns team, a very tenacious team that's going to come after them. And I think the Browns will win that game. Week 16 at Oakland. Again, we talked about John Gruden coming over. This is going to be in the black hole. We'll say the Broncos are going to lose that game. Week 17, the Chargers defense is good too. Don't underestimate them. So they're going to stop the Denver Broncos. And the Broncos are going to end up going 3-13. and 13. There it is. Which NFL team was John Elway drafted by? Send your answers to CoachKFootballShow at gmail.com.